Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys a super flex mock draft from the 11th overall spot in a 12-team PPR league. Now, one of my subscribers, Dan, actually asked me to do this. He's a Patreon subscriber, so shout out to him and anyone who has gotten on my Patreon. If you guys want to get my Patreon, which has my draft guide on it, it is $7.50 per month for the month of August. So before we get into this, like I said, this is a super flex league, but on Fantasy Pros, you got to go ahead and put it as two quarterback to make sure that it drafts like a super flex league but just for all intents and purposes it's a super flex league but you want to draft the same way pretty much in super flex as well into quarterback because you pretty much want a quarterback in both those spots the whole fucking year so we got two quarterbacks two running backs two wide outs a tight end flex kicker defense and six bench spots but in reality it's just one quarterback and one super flex as well at any point if you guys end up enjoying this video please make sure to click that subscribe button down below it's free and i put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship so without further ado let's get right into the video we're drafting up against composite adp espn adp fantax adp rt sports adp and composite best ball adp so let's get right into the draft Obviously, this is taking much longer to load than normal, but it's a-okay because we are at the 11th spot of the draft, which is a spot that I actually prefer. I prefer to draft at the back half of the draft since I like to get those nice, good old turn picks. And, but in Superflex, it doesn't really matter as much since there are going to be some solid running backs falling our way in the first and second round due to the fact that a lot of quarterbacks are going to be going since the quarterback position is valued double pretty much double or even three times more in a super flex league so first pick of the draft was christian mccaffrey followed by two quarterbacks of pat mahomes lamar jackson saquon barkley ezekiel elliott michael thomas alvin kamara kyler murray dak prescott and derrick henry so a pretty typical start to the draft typically you see kyler and dak go maybe closer to the end of the first round but overall this is a very normal start to the draft sometimes you see lamar first sometimes you see pat mahomes first but there's no real need to have an argument about that you see michael thomas go at the 106 smack dab in the middle of all the rest of the picks pretty typical which is actually pretty funny that Michael Thomas goes in the same spot in whether it's super flex or regular leagues he goes in the same area so now we're gonna go ahead here and look at who to pick now I don't think any quarterback here would be worth picking in the first round so we're gonna go ahead and make sure we establish our running back core early and snag some running backs so we could go wide receiver here but personally I just believe that the running back value will dissipate pretty fast it won't dissipate as fast but it will dissipate fast even in a super flex league so i want to go ahead and snag those guys early at the running back position if i don't go with two here it might just be one and a quarterback so look at the board dalvin cook is a not so fine pick because i just think that the guy is too injury prone he is fine if you guys want to draft him, you want to believe in it but if you draft him you have to draft alexander madison after that ch is available Kenyon drake joe mixon austin eckler miles sanders josh jacobs Nick chubb all a bunch of players that i actually like here at the one 11 spot I wouldn't really have too much of an argument with any guys but I'm going to draft based off my rankings I have Joe Mixon as a top five running back I believe the Cincinnati offense is going to be humming this year their offensive line is much better because the one of their offensive linemen they draft high in the draft in the first round last year they draft him right his ass gets cursed because he joins the Bengals and he gets hurt before the season even starts. So Joe Mixon is going to have a fresh start this year after having a super hot fire stretch down the season. And the fact is that that team was just as dysfunctional as it gets last year. They had Andy Dalton starting. Then they bench his ass for Ryan Finley on fucking Andy Dalton's birthday. Happy birthday, bitch. Sit on the bench. That's what they gave to him. Joe Mixon is going to be good this year, but I wouldn't argue with other picks going ahead of him either. So don't go ahead in, in the comments and have some type of a 
war over the pick. So now after we went Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook came, followed by Devontae Adams. So I know if I don't go quarterback here, I'm going to have to wait until the third round, and a bunch will go. But hey, that's A-OK -okay with me since I don't really want to pick Russell Wilson here at the 202. I think my team will look just okay getting a bunch of the middle round guys, getting a guy like Matt Ryan, who I think is top five potential, maybe matching him with Tom Brady or Matt Stafford. You want to make sure you get at least three quarterbacks, though, in this kind of a league. And make sure if you're the commissioner of a Superflex league to limit the quarterbacks to four since you don't want some asshole drafting like six of them and being the kingpin of the league since he has all the quarterbacks. So now we are going to draft a yet another running back now. To me, the best pick here is Austin Eckler. Actually, that's a huge psych. It's Josh Jacobs because they have him buried here as the running back number 13. I personally believe he finishes far ahead of running back 13. I think that's some fucking dumbass rankings there. I think that Josh Jacobs has top 10 potential. They said they're going to give him at least 60 plus targets this season. Uh, that's what the coaches said. I believe it is possible for Josh Jacobs was an amazing rusher, could be the leading rusher of the NFL. And if he's getting that many targets, I see no reason why Josh Jacobs couldn't even flirt and be a first round pick. And we get him at the nice second round value so now like I said a bunch of quarterbacks will likely go off the board here before it is our pick so hopefully we have some nice ones there by the time it is our pick in the third round because they're gonna go like some hot tamales after we went with Josh Jacobs Tyree Kilkan at the board followed by CH Deshaun Watson and then his former teammate DeAndre Hopkins followed by Julio Jones Miles Sanders Russell Wilson Travis Kelsey Nick Chubb Kenyon Drake Chris Godwin Aaron Jones Austin Eckler Matt Ryan Leonard Fournette George Kittle Mike Evans, Kenny Galladay, Tom Brady, and Mark Andrews. Now, in super flex leagues, I personally believe that the tight end position is really really fucking stupid. I don't, you don't need to draft a tight end early in this kind of league. The quarterbacks are just so important. I don't understand wasting a pick high on a tight end in this kind of a league. Definitely want to wait in this type of a league. So now at the quarterback position, one of my favorite picks, Joshy Allen is still here. I love Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Now I kind of shit talk him a little bit in these single quarterback leagues because hey, at the end of the day, not too much of a difference between Allen and then some of the other quarterbacks, but Josh Allen is definitely going to stand out this year as he made some improvements. He gets an even better out, uh, number one wide receiver in Stefan Diggs, like a wide receiver that he has never had in his NFL career thus far, a guy that is arguably a top 12 wide receiver in the NFL, and he gets him as his new toy for this year. The guy's awesome at rushing the ball, awesome at passing the ball. If he could just somehow control that fucking cannon of an arm and just throw it slightly shorter so that guys can actually catch the ball and the ball doesn't go flying over them and into the stands where no fans will be able to get it because there's going to be no fucking fans at the game. But Josh Allen is going to be able to be very good. Five to seven rushing touchdowns every single year. He gets a bunch of rushing yards, and he's a very safe play on a weekend and week-out basis. And I think that if Josh Allen is able to control that horse cock of an arm he's going to be able to ball out usually like Kobe in 2020 so after we went Josh Allen a quarterback run of Drew Brees followed by Mr. A.A. Ron Rogers discount double check come off the board there so now we have a real decision to make do we want to wait on quarterback and get our quarterback two and three to be guys like Cam Newton and maybe Kirk Cousins and Gardner Minshew or do we want to go ahead and lock down Stafford here. Now, I find it very important, actually, in a two-quarterback league to figure out when these guys' buys are because you don't want to... If you're drafting three quarterbacks, you can't have two quarterbacks on the exact same buy because then your team is obviously fucked in a super flex league because you really need a quarterback to start in that spot. Their points are just so much higher than the random wide receiver or running back you're going to be throwing in 
at that spot. So thus far through three rounds, we have Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, and Josh Jacobs, the three J's of fantasy football. So now it is time to go ahead and probably just draft a running back or a wide receiver here and wait on a quarterback instead of going Carson Wentz or Matthew Stafford. I just personally believe our team will look the best if we were to do that. So we're going to wait on running back and not go Gurley and just wait until hopefully the next round it should be more clear at running back because I don't really like Gurley. I'm really against drafting Gurley since he has the limp. He's not going to be playing too well this year. It's it's not even that he's not going to play too well. It's that the team isn't playing to where Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley probably wants the ball. It to be like a 40% run split team, but no, they're a 30% run split team. They were the least run heavy team in the NFL last season. I don't expect it to go up all that much more. At wide receiver, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Robert Woods, all Cooper Cup, all good picks here. You can go ahead and pick your poison there. Personally, I prefer to go with DJ Moore here as my highest ranked wide receiver, but in yesterday's video, I went with DJ Moore. So we're going to go ahead and diversify and go with a bit more of a risk, not a risky pick because I like him, but go with Adam Thielen, wide receiver of the Minnesota Vikings. I think that Adam Thielen is going to have a great season with Mr. You like that Kirk Cousins in 2020. I think they're going to run the ball slightly less, and I think that they're going to be able to pass the ball a decent amount, and without Stefan Diggs being there, Adam Thielen is really going to be ripped loose this season for the Minnesota Vikings. We know Adam Thielen has been able to do that in the past. My freshman year of college in 2018, Kirk, not Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen was one of the best wide receivers in fantasy football and was like the number one guy for the first eight weeks of the season. So he can definitely do it. He was able to do it with Stefan Diggs, but now he's going to be able to do it without Stefan Diggs on the team. After Adam Thielen, we see Amari Cooper come off the board, followed by Todd Gurley, Allen Robinson, Zach Ertz, Odell Beckham Jr., DJ Moore, Chris Carson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Carson Wentz, Robert Woods, Matthew Stafford, Cortland Sutton, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Cooper Cup, Daniel Jones, Melvin Gordon, Cam Newton, David Johnson, A.J. Brown, and Jared Goff. So we may have made a bit of a mistake since a lot of quarterbacks did come flying off the fucking board before he picked one, two, three, four, five. I honestly did not really expect that at all. Some picks that I dislike here, I don't like Amari Cooper in the fourth round since he's too hot, too cold in some games. Odell Beckham Jr., I just think the team's going to run the ball too much. Uh, Cortland Sutton, I just think there's too many cooks in the kitchen there. Robert Woods is a pick I really like. Juju's a pick that I don't love, but I don't hate. I'm just in the middle of him. I'll probably have him in some leagues. We'll probably just pass over him in others. Same feeling with A.J. Brown. Not really too, not really liking him too much, not really hating him too much. So I'm kind of indifferent on those two players. So now looking at the board here at quarterback, still available. Big Ben, Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Guwap, Gardner Minshew. So here, we're going to go ahead and make sure I get a guy that I feel like is safer here. And then with our holy tits McGee, I don't know what that noise was. I think someone just subscribed to my channel. I don't think you guys could actually hear it, but I got an alert on OBS and I absolutely shit myself, but that would be pretty funny to watch in the video, so I'm not going to edit it out. So here, we are probably going to go ahead and draft a quarterback that I feel like could be safe, and that is Big Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I know there's obviously concerns with his foot, with his injury, considering the guy just seems to get hurt every year, but at the end of the day, I want to get a guy that I know has top 12 potential and could be a top 12 quarterback the whole season long, and then go with more of an upside pick later. So as long as Big Ben doesn't have a bye week 11, which he does in his bye week 8, I'm going to go ahead and draft Big Ben. The guy has slimmed down for the season. He was looking like extra thin. Like, normally Big Ben's extra thick. Right here, he's extra slim. Looking slim as fuck. So I think he's in game or in season form. I think he's going to look good this year in Pittsburgh. After that, we see Keenan Allen followed by Calvin Ridley. So if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I put out so much content every single day and all week to help you guys really get that edge to win your league.
So now that we have our two quarterbacks, our roster is pretty well balanced. We got two quarterbacks, two running backs, and one wide receiver. So here we're probably going to go ahead and get that running back depth because it is even just as important in a two-quarterback league. So here we are stuck at this choice that we're stuck in with every draft. James Conner, Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery. It's pick your poison. You want the fucking guy who's going to probably not play for the first couple of weeks but has the highest upside in Jonathan Taylor. Now he's going to play, but he's not going to be able to be play worthy of your lineup because he's not going to get enough snaps as your flex so you're probably gonna have to bench him as your flex for the first couple of weeks do you want james Conner? injury risk top 12 guy if healthy david montgomery didn't really do much last year definitely the safest pick here but uh has the potential to kind of take a shit even though i don't think he will i think the team will just look so much better under nine inch nick Foles that david montgomery really elevates his game so you can really go with anyone here i've been going with jonathan taylor a lot so we're gonna go ahead and go with the safe pick here and go with david montgomery since i know for a fact i could start him for the first four weeks of the season and i want to make sure that my team is safe here because jonathan taylor is a bit of a risk as a rookie obviously that's a baked in risk especially with no training camp while i think he'll be great i also think david montgomery has that potential as well so that's who we are going to go with here as our sixth round pick and as our flex of our team so now it's going to take a decent amount of time for it to be our pick yet again obviously if this was a real league but we're on fantasy pros draft wizard it goes super fast so now we're gonna go ahead and analyze what happened after our picks of big ben roethlisberger and david montgomery what's funny is big ben goes like undrafted in a lot of leagues but in a two quarterback league he gets drafted in the fifth fucking round so after david montgomery we see james Conner followed by dk metcalf jonathan taylor tyler lockett baker mayfield dj chark Devontae parker ryan Tannehill, darren waller stefan diggs evan ingram eze ty hilton terry mclaurin terry mclaurin really falling deep down in the this draft he should he's a guy that has top 12 potential uh hollywood brown tyler higby kirk cousins joseph burrow aj green tyler boyd and cam bakers the whole cincinnati offense going picks back to back to back so now if we look at a team this team went with two quarterbacks late so we're going to actually analyze this team and talk about it because that is a strategy that you could utilize this team also used a different strategy of getting two guys earlier we went with getting one kind of like in the middle getting two guys in the middle there of the draft so looking at the team that went with two quarterbacks later michael thomas julio jones george kittle oda beckham jr melvin gordon baker mayfield kirk cousins this team is a complete miss you should not have went two wide receivers in a row and get drafted odell and george kittle it just makes no sense you need running back depth doesn't have any at all could have easily have had Michael Thomas Miles Sanders that team would look far better and then Kittle Odell and it would just look so much better the team here that went two quarterbacks early Kyler Murray Deshaun Watson then Galladay Robinson David Johnson Jonathan Taylor and AJ Green I like much more than that other team but obviously these guys are both taking players that I don't really like really not on board with AJ Green not really on board with T.Y. Hilton as well or Devontae Parker here those are three guys at the wide receiver position that I'm really staying away from this season so now we are wide open to go running back or wide receiver here at wide receiver still available Jarvis Juice Landry Julian Edelman Michael Gallup Marvin Jones Will Fuller at running back Mark Ingram Kareem Hunt Devin Singletary DeAndre Swift Raheem Mostert James white to me there's one clear pick here and that is julian edelman wide receiver of the new england patriots now i understand he no longer has tampa bay tom brady to throw him the ball the guys are best buds but at the end of the day it's not going to matter cam newton is going to throw it to the best wide receiver out there and the best wide receivers out there are nikhil harry and julian edelman julian edelman's been a top 12 guy in the past now getting an extreme discount and this is a ppr league he is a ppr fiend and i think julian edelman will really 
have a good season again at an extreme discount in the seventh round. So after we went ahead, we went with Julian Edelman, Devin Singletary came at the board, followed by Jarvis Landry. Now Jarvis Landry is likely to start the season on the PUP and not play the first couple of weeks of the season is the reports. Now he could go ahead and play week one, but the reports are he could miss some time, so I would not want to really draft him there. Devin Singletary, I just don't think is, I think he's a good player. I just don't think he's in the right situation there in Buffalo to flourish with Zach Moss sniffing behind his ass, as well as uh, Mr. Fucking the guy we drafted, Josh Allen, just vulturing a lot of touchdowns from the running back position. And they brought in Zach Moss, who's a big-bodied guy who they could really use easily on the goal line if they want to score. So now, looking at the board, we're probably going to go ahead here and snag a running back. Now, there is actually a couple of picks here. Now, I'm really against Mark Ingram, but I have not drafted him in a single league, so I'll probably end up with him on one league. I just think a lot of his production last year—well, I don't just think. I know a lot of his production last year was based off of that touchdown total. I, ex I expect the touchdown total to go down since I don't think they're running the ball as much and that obviously is going to hurt his, his production and he won't be as good. The pick I like here most is the teammate of the guy we just drafted, and that is James White. But I also like Kareem Hunt a lot with the upside in Cleveland, especially like I just talked about. If Jarvis Landry is missing time, we can see Kareem Hunt actually run out and do a bunch of plays as a wide receiver. And I like Kareem Hunt here definitely if Nick Chubb was to go down. Literally top five running back, but Nick Chubb has not missed a single fucking game in his first two years in the NFL, so don't prey on the fact that that's going to happen, but I think that Kareem Hunt could really tear it up this year uh, just as the backup running back, especially in a very run-heavy system in Cleveland that Kevin Stefanski, new head coach, is going to implement for that roster. So looking after we went ahead and drafted Mr. Julian Edelman and Kareem Hunt, we can see that, let's see real quick, that Jimmy Garoppolo came off the board, followed by Will Fuller, Michael Gallup, DeAndre Swift, Drew Locke, or no, not DeAndre Swift, um, Mark Ingram, Drew Locke, Brandon Cooks, Debo Samuel, Marvin Jones, Gardner Minshew. I should have drafted him earlier. I kind of done goofed right there because I really wanted Gardner Minshew to be my quarterback three. He's a guy that I see with top 15 potential. Followed by Raheem Mostert, Pittsburgh Steelers defense, James White, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, Sony Michelle, 49ers defense, Emmanuel Sanders, Darius Slayton, and John Brown. Now, I think if you want to draft the Miami Dolphins, quarterback room you're gonna end up being a bit pissed off because I really have no idea how it's going to work and I don't think anyone even Brian Flores head coach of the Dolphins knows what the fuck is gonna happen there so I think going with Fitzmagic or Tua if you don't draft them both you're probably gonna be very disappointed because Tua might play zero games I think he plays like five I think Fitzmagic starts a couple I don't fucking know to be honest with you so I would just stay away from that situation if you're looking for a backup quarterback I will wait probably until next round to draft them but I need to make sure that I get three ones that I feel like are going to be starters for the whole season so looking at the board now we do have four running backs we only have two wide receivers so we're gonna go ahead and snag another wide receiver here in the ninth round and go with one of my favorite late round targets of Anthony Miller of the Shy town Bears Miller's a guy who went from 54 targets in his rookie season to 85 in his sophomore campaign last year. I expect the target numbers to go higher, as well as the reception numbers to go higher, because now instead of Mitch Trubisky, it's going to be 9-inch Nick Foles throwing him the ball. I expect a nice breakout season from Anthony Miller this season in 2020 in Chicago. He had multiple games last season where he was a startable wide receiver, and I think this year we see many more out of Mr. Anthony Miller. So after that, we see Philip Lindsay come off the board, followed by Hunter Henry. So now it is time to snag our third quarterback before we even have a tight end on our roster. And I want to go ahead here. If you want to go safe, I actually think Teddy Bridgewater is a really safe quarterback too, as is Philip 
Rivers. I think Derek Carr is the high upside pick here, but I'm going to go with a safe pick since I feel like Big Ben could get hurt. So we're going to go ahead here and draft Teddy Bridgewater of the Carolina Panthers. We do not have DJ Moore because we didn't draft him. It would have been nice to actually have drafted him realistically looking back and have Teddy and DJ Moore on the same team. Since stacks do work well, if the team plays well, but if the team plays bad, it completely fucks you over. So, you know, it's a nice double-edged sword you got there that might get shoved straight up your ass if they play bad. So if you guys have enjoyed thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. But Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the pick here. I think it's going to be nice and safe this year. Not some super guy who really has quarterback one potential on any given week, but a guy that's a nice floor play at quarterback to be your super flex. If Big Ben or Josh Allen were to go down, you wouldn't be too mad at the position there. So looking at the draft board after we went ahead and picked uh, Teddy Bridgewater, old man Philip Rivers came out the board, followed by Justin Jefferson, Jamison Crowder, Ronald Jones, Matt Burita, Baltimore Ravens defense, see the alum, Tariq Cohen, carry on Johnson and then Buffalo Bills defense don't be drafting defense early Sammy Mono Sammy Sammy Mono Sammy Mono Kid C Ghost Sam Darnold Henry Ruggs Sterling Shepard me Cole Hardman Derek Henry Jalen Hurts Tua Jerry Judy Mike Williams and Darrell Henderson how the fuck does Jalen Hurts get drafted ahead of Tua Tagovailoa I think I just said his name wrong because I would just I don't know I'm a bit tired it's late at night but what the fuck is that man Jalen Hurts ahead of Tua what the fuck are they smoking over here on Fantasy Pros? That's very crazy. Considering there's other guys who are legitimately actually the starter of the team, like Nick Foles, like fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, what the actual fuck just happened? So now it's time to go ahead here and draft our tight end and snag my boy Hayden Hurst. We don't have a tight end yet. Hayden Hurst, talk about him in every video because I draft him in every video. The Atlanta Falcons were the most pass-heavy team in the NFL last year. I have no reason to believe they won't be the most pass-heavy offense again in 2020. The tight end Austin Hooper had a great season. It's just like fucking throwing one guy in, throwing one guy out, putting a new guy in. Dirk Carter loves the tight end. Hayden Hurst is going to have a fantastic year. I can see it already. I looked at the crystal ball. I gave it a nice rub and tug, you know, like you're with Robert Kraft. Give it a nice tug, and it told me that that is what is going to happen. So now it's time to snag probably another running back or wide receiver here. The quarterbacks have really diminished. I'm happy just drafting three here, considering I don't really love any of these guys unless Foles was to fall to me in the next round. So here we're going to go ahead and draft a running back that I actually have a decent amount of love for. Now, there's two videos in a row where I draft Jordan Howard. Now, I know I'm wearing the Dolphins shirt. I know you might be thinking, oh, Nick, you only fucking draft him because he's a Dolphin. I'm the contrary of that. I don't just draft guys because they're on my team. I typically stay away from guys on my team, especially since I know the Dolphins haven't been super hot the last couple of years. But I think Jordan Howard has the potential to be very good this season for the Miami Dolphins. He's been a 1,000-yard rusher two times in his career, and I think if Flores gives him the opportunity there in Miami, he could really have a fantastic-looking season here this year in 2020. Looking at the board after we went with Jordan Howard, his teammate Preston Williams came off the board, followed by J.K. Dobbins, Robbie Anderson, Zach Moss, Marlon Mack, Jalen Reger, Latavius Murray, Tevin Singletary, not Tevin Singletary, Tevin Coleman, Alexander Matheson, and sadly the dumbass who drafted Dalvin Cook didn't draft Alexander Madison, even though they're must-haves. They go together like fire and ice, like you and clicking the subscribe button on my channel, winky face. You know, that was pretty fucking funny. Golden Tate, Duke Johnson, Curtis Samuel, Tarod Taylor, Rob Gronkowski, Darius Geis, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Nikhil Harry, Jared Cook, Austin Hooper, and Adrian Peterson. So now it is our pick here, and we might just snag one more quarterback with our last pick. Now it's a toss-up here between Nine Inch Nick and Dwayne Haskins. I know for a fact Haskins is the starter. I know that Nick Foles should be the starter. I think Dwayne Haskins probably has more upside. Nick 
Nick Foles is probably the more safe pick. So we're going to go ahead here and draft the high upside pick of Dwayne Haskins and hope he really improved in the summer like I think he did and become a great quarterback under Mr. Riverboat Ron in um, Washington this season. So now it is our turn to go ahead and look at the draft board after we went with Haskins. Fant came out the board followed by Tony Pollard. So it's our pick again here with our final pick before we have to go ahead and pick a defense and kicker. So we're going to go ahead and snag a wide receiver here. And there's a bunch of guys I like here. Randall Cobb. I like Chenault. I like Lazard. I like Perryman. I like Ayuk. I like Pittman. Here we're going to go with Pittman, a guy I haven't talked about too much now. He's not my favorite pick here. Now, typically, I'd pick Lazard, Ayuk, Perryman, any of those guys here. But we're going to go with Pittman this time. High upside pick out of Indianapolis, especially since the reports out of campus. T.Y. Hilton, not looking super hot. Pittman, obviously, the hot draft pick. Drafted before Jonathan Taylor, actually, for the team. But they were drafted in the same round. So it's not a big whoop de doo Obviously, I doubt Jonathan Taylor's panties are in a bunch about that. Michael Pittman, a good wide receiver in college. And could be the wide receiver one, potentially, for Mr. Phillip Rivers in Indianapolis. So definitely has some high upside late in the draft even as a rookie. So now we're going to go ahead and draft our defense and kicker. But before that, we're going to recap what happened. Boston Scott, Antonio Gibson, Naheem Hines, Justin Jackson. Hmm, call me Miss Jackson. I want to feel. I think those are the lyrics to that song. That song's probably older than me. After that, we see Jared Stidham, Chase Edmonds, Damian Harris, Patriots defense, AJ Dillon, Jamal Williams, Big Dick Nick Foles, Taysom Hill, Sammy Watkins, Justin Tucker the fucker, Devontae Freeman, Justin Rothweiser, Colin Kaepernick, who's not even on a team. I don't understand why people draft people who aren't on a team. It's nothing against fucking Kaepernick. I'm just talking about players in general. People are drafting all these guys that aren't even on teams. Someone probably drafted Darius Geis. Darius Geis legitimately did unspeakable things to that fucking girl, and people are still drafting him. It's not even real people. We're just drafting against the computer, so I guess it makes sense. So now we're going to go ahead and draft a kicker and a defense. First, we're going to go defense. We're going to go with the Chargers based on their matchup week one against the Bengals. You want to draft the defense based on their matchup week one. You cut them week two, get a new one. Or you cut them after week one and get a new one week two with playing a defense, playing a shitty offense. It's actually much easier to do than you would think, and I make videos about it every single week during the season to help you out even more. And then we're going to go with third leg, Greg Olson of the Dallas Cowboys going up against or not even going up against anyone because he's just our kicker. A bunch of kickers and defenses went to finish out the draft. We got a B for the draft, but for me, in my mind, it is an A because we did very nice in this draft. So our roster is Josh Allen, Big Ben, Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Adam Thielen, Julian Edelman, Hayden Hurst, and David Montgomery. Our defense is the Chargers, and our kicker is Greg Zerline. Our bench is comprised of Kareem Hunt, Anthony Miller, Bridgewater, Jordan Howard, Hashkins, and Michael Pittman. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If at any point you ended up enjoying, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. I love each and every single one of you motherfuckers. And I'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another banger of a video. I hope you guys enjoyed. And I hope this helped all the people who are new to Superflex or just wanted to watch a video about Superflex. I love you all. Good boy.